Are we recording? Ba da ba ba da ba 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 ba. No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey everybody, welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. I'm Kylie. And on today's episode, we talk about a separation. So a separation is uh, number eleven on our list. It is the highest. Uh, for a language film that is on our list. So, it's an international film. And it is by Iran's Askar Farhadi, and it is from 2011. And we are, we're not done with the 2011 Oscars yet, everybody. Well, we did 2010, now we're doing 2011 again. It's okay. Well, yes. Um, Oscar Farhadi is one of the more well-known, uh, international filmmakers, uh, to American audiences. He's from Iran, and I think this is this is the film, at least, that brought him into my worldview of, like, who he was and what he was doing. Yeah. There's also controversy in 2016 or 17's Oscar mm-hmm. because he wasn't able to come to the United States for the ceremony. I think or the salesman. eventually they were going to allow him to, and he said, no. Mm-hmm. If I can't come in under regular circumstances, I'm not going to come, which is fair. Um, and that was to do with Trump's uh, uh, flight ban, travel ban that he was trying to put in. Um, a Separation is a film that is not about what I thought it was going to be about. Um, I didn't know... That's how he gets you. Yeah. Everyone's like, the salesman is about this theater company trying to put on Death of a Salesman, and I'm over here like, it's not what this film is about. Um. That's how they get you theater people in the seats. <laughs> a Separation is a film that is ostensibly about a married couple who is going through a separation and while this separation is happening uh a incident happens between a caretaker and the husband of this relationship what do you think this movie was about i thought this movie was about divorce and separation based on the title and the descriptions that i've seen about this movie in some ways it is. This is the letterbox description. A married couple are faced with a difficult decision to improve the life of their child by moving to another country or stay in Iran after and or staying in Iran and look after the deteriorating parent who has Alzheimer's disease. That is not what this movie is about. I mean it's- in some ways it is it really is um okay so i guess we're just gonna go we're gonna talk spoilers for separation we've been spoiling all of them it's from 2011 so if you haven't seen the film it just recently was added to netflix um because when we started recording these episodes and we started to do this it was not and then i was just happened to be looking for it was like did is it streaming now and it was streaming on netflix um, so that is, it is available for you to watch there. If you would like to watch it there. Um, I don't think it's, oh, I think it's also on Canopy. Maybe, maybe I recently saw it on Canopy too. That's not a hundred percent, but, um, I almost knocked something over. Sorry. 
Okay, so the film is actually about a a, 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 a murder trial. A murder trial because uh, the caretaker for the the father with Alzheimer's. The father with Alzheimer's is pushed, maybe not pushed. They get so the what's the husband's name? I don't remember. Husband. Nadir. Nadir? Nadir? It's Nadir. Uh, Nadir, the husband of this separation, uh, gets into an argument and uh, aggressively and physically asks this caretaker to leave the apartment. And uh, uh, in the course of this, it it is claimed that she loses her child. And then a murder case happens. I'm interested in. I I w- I'm interested to watch this movie again because I think my own expectations hurt my viewing experience. Um, I felt duped by this movie because we were set up to do one thing, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it's this other thing. Life finds a way. Life finds a way indeed. And I'm not, that wasn't necessarily a bad thing per se. It just really subverted my expectations to the point where I kept waiting for the movie to get back to what I thought it was going to get back to. And it was only about halfway through did I realize like, oh no, this is what this movie is about. Um... And the separation, the, the the title of the film, is representing not only just the separation of the two families, or of the, 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 of the couple, but also of the mother and her lost child. And the mother and the father and their lost child. And so it represents a lot of other things. Um, it is a very real movie. I love the realism of this movie. I think it's really spot on. And they use the realism of this. Well, and Oscar Farhadi uses the tension that it can build to create this almost mystery element and vibe. Because you're then not sure if it was uh, Nadir or if it was... I lost his name. Hodja? Yes. Um, who was really at, at at fault, and you're as you're watching this, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, how how are the judges going to view everything in the court system? How is the wife who's trying to get the divorce? How is she dealing with it? Because at the beginning of the film, she's talking to with the lawyers, and she's like, this guy's he's not a bad man. I just want to leave the country and he won't leave the country so yeah. I gotta go divorce yeah and like there's still this love in between both of these characters but in a lot of ways and not to I'm not going to derail the conversation completely it's similar to marriage story in that sense where I don't think that either of those two people don't love each other anymore they just want very different things and they're not able to work together to create those things mm-hmm. um where a separation dif- differs and i think could actually be considered in some ways it improved for this 
is it not it doesn't live in only that story it lives in a bigger societal story as well and there's this mystery kind of tension to it as well. whereas um well i mean a marriage story is about a divorce while this is about a divorce that's wrapped up in a greater event that's yeah. occurring yeah and so then you're not just focused on the you're focused on the relationship between these two people when a greater crisis is at hand. I think that the only the only kickback to that sentence that I will say is I didn't necessarily feel like the film was about the relationship between the husband and the wife. I felt like it was more so centered, and maybe it was because these are the two figures at the center of the case, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was more so centered between Nadir, the husband, and the woman who comes and caretaker. is the caretaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think then we start to get some conversations about class and societal and societal roles and distrust of other... Like, there's there's so much that's being said there that I feel like for such a long time in this movie, that's the central relationship, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, I, I really appreciate that in a lot of ways. Where they, if that's the story that we're going to tell and that's where we're going to be... That should be the central relationship because then when you start to examine it and it's in every angle possible, you start to question what you saw. And last episode we were talking a little bit about Gone Girl tangentially because we were talking about, or two episodes ago, because we were talking about The Social Network and how that movie doesn't have a lot of rewatchable value because once you know that twist, once you know the mystery is solved, that movie kind of falls apart. This movie... I would imagine that when you go back and you rewatch this movie, there are still, there's little breadcrumbs and little pieces that seem to be sprinkled all the way through this movie that'll help you continue to find new things to look at and new ideas and new themes and new relationships and new, yeah. So I really like that about this movie. I was doing some a brief reading afterwards and I found that there was the, the weird and this is maybe because it gets like American like the uh, criticism and things like that that we're looking at there was this weird overarching question that I kept telling everybody ask and I was like didn't they answer that film they answer that question really easily like what is wrong with you all yeah who took the money <laughs> like this seems to be the mystery that like everyone is like who took the money who did it and I was like guys it's really I don't understand. Like it was me. It was Kylie. She was there. She did it. Oh, I, I guess maybe it was just because like I am attuned to looking for things in, in new and like good old Stevie has told me we don't show something for no reason. Mm-hmm. The wife. The wife took the money. They literally show it to you. Um. Yeah. So that that just felt like weird. That was this weird piece of this plot that people were getting really bogged down in um and like i will fully admit that like when when it came up i thought it was going to be a bigger deal at the end of the day but i don't think it's even addressed once we kind of get into the like once we get into the meat and potatoes of this plot he quickly says like well fine you didn't take the money but this is the this is what we're actually talking about here that's not even what like the film how it ends on yeah (laughs) like no All is well and fine. We're all okay with everything that happened. Yeah. We can continue with these divorce proceedings. Yeah. At the end of the day, he only cared about his father's life, Mm -hmm. you know? 
Which, I think then again, that's a really nice uh, tie around to why he won't leave the country with his wife. In another film that this reminded me of was Cachet. Um, I think that it, 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 for me, this home hit home a little bit more than Cachet only because, um, we, I think, I think these, all four of our main characters really feel like they have, their stakes are really well, 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 well established, their characters, their relationships, like it, it, the family drama within this mystery kind of works to add on to everything for Hadi has really created a film that 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 wraps itself up in its own ideas and themes and i really appreciate how these characters are all there to serve all that mm -hmm. and that's not saying that Kashi doesn't do that but i think that like i felt it more at least in a separation uh a separation is more interested on the human experience yes yeah while michelle hanukkah and i are cold and <laughs> yeah yeah you know um, uh, something that like, and I will totally admit, speaking from a place of privilege in this moment, and and like this was a nice way for me to check my privilege a little bit in some ways. Um, I thought it was really really good to look at Iran from a different point of view besides what we get presented in the American media. Mm -hmm. Um. And, and, and I think that what we see in the American media or even in other media as well is it's a very war-torn, very poor country. And, and I don't know if we, we look at Iran and the people of Iran in just quote-unquote everyday situations all that often. Um, including the everyday situation of a divorce or what might a trial in their country look like or what does it mean to drop your daughter off at school every day and, and, and fear f fear or not fear for her, you know? And so I, I really liked watching this movie for that aspect and it's something that I think that foreign or international film does allow you to do is to get those different aspects of the world and the culture and to see what stories people are wanting to tell from their culture and their and their ideas and so i really appreciate uh being able to experience and watch the film that way um and so i again just a, a, a i guess a moment for me to check my own privilege be like no there there's more to this story than you can see and know and you should learn it this film is also terrifying yeah absolutely um when they're trying to the scene on the where they're trying to swear on the Quran mm -hmm. as to who was in responsible for the um, miscarriage that was just a very like like after all this time that you've spent with this character when you get to that you're kind of just like oh my gosh and you don't know whether it would be good or not for her to swear on the Quran as to who is to blame. Yeah. Um, with just the idea of the guilt being passed to one person over the other, because it's not entirely clear as to what was the cause of anything. And yeah. so when you're watching that scene, you're just like, please stop. 
stop. Everyone, let's just all go. Take your money. Take your blood money. Let's all go home and we'll continue on with our lives. Yeah. That scene is is really... That's, again, a really good moment of how realism... How Farhadi uses realism to ratchet up the tension. Because mm-hmm. from the moment that she goes into the kitchen area with her friend until after her husband comes in and the reveal happens and he starts hitting himself that's all one shot Mm -hmm. that we don't leave we kind of move a little bit if we need to center the frame but other than that we live in that moment we get to live with these people as this just terrible awful horrible no good very bad thing is happening to them and you just feel so much for them because like you understand why she did what she did and those are the best kind of movies where you're like uh, you did an you did a kind of awful thing or a pretty awful thing but i understand why you did it and and i think that's really hard to pull off mm-hmm. to get to do a story like this and have four people with four points of views that you're just like yeah i get it i understand your actions yeah. Good job, Farhadi. Good job, everybody involved. How was... So you talked about this with the act of killing with reading the subtitles. How did that translate here? Um, it's a... I think I missed elements just because it is, it's a dense film also. There's a lot of talky-talky. He's a very visual, at least with this film, I this is the only Farhadi film that I've seen, um, and I will definitely want to seek out more. Um, Everybody knows. It's yeah, only an okay yeah. film. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I missed some elements of the plot, but what, he's a very good visual filmmaker, and he uses his visual cues to help support the tension and emotion in the film, so I didn't feel like I was missing a whole bunch. Um, so again, to me, it was a it's a it was an easier experience because it, it is it was a more yeah I could follow I could follow it with my eyes, not just having to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That I and I think I've said this before too, but I think. Uh, International films that are visual as opposed to reliance, a heavy reliance on dialogue are going to be easier for me personally to follow. I think that's true with any American. I think that's true with almost any film. Uh, I didn't have that issue with Parasite, but Parasite, I think, moves at such a good clip that like I can follow it pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, it's the greatest film ever made. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Moved up to number one. I'm really excited for it to open to get nominated because I feel like we can go see it four more times. Like AMC will open it. Yeah. All right. Was this uh, nominated for best international film? No, it was nominated for best foreign language. Film. Oh, sorry. Uh, did it eighty three or something Academy Awards for twenty eleven? <laughs> 2011. Well, 2011 is the year. 2012 so, yeah. Oscars. Yeah. It was. It won. Oh, okay, great. Know, I, sorry, great. I know that this Oh, okay, yeah! I'm making sure it only was nominated once. 
I would be shocked if it wasn't. If it were, if it were like now, I maybe could see it be nominated for something like cinematography or even editing. Oh my gosh, everyone! I think it has two nominations. <laughs> it's got two nominations, so it wins for the formerly named Best Foreign Language Film, now Best International. It beat a film called Bullhead. Footnote. In Darkness and Monsieur Lazare. Great. Its other nomination, I'm assuming, is a loss. Yes. And it is, is it for cinematography? I lost it. No. There it is. I found it. Okay. Is it for editing? No. Is it screenplay? Yes. Oh, nice. Which one? Original. Yes. Okay. 2011's original screenplay. Was it the artist? No. Is it... Okay. 2011's original screenplay. Kylie doesn't like this. Kylie is not on board with it. Um, is it animated? No. What? What? <laughs> Well, maybe Toy Story 1. Who knows? Life's a mystery. Uh, Toy Story was not even nominated. No, yeah, it's, that's because it's 2010. Um, <laughs> okay. we, we did an episode on this. Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> okay, but Kylie doesn't like this. Do I like this movie? You did at one point. I don't know if you still like it. Did I like it when we did the episode? Yeah. Oh. You stand this movie. Okay, I stand it. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you still do. I don't know if you did back then. You like it. Anne hates this film, too. Is it killing them softly? No. Oh, okay. Okay, time. yeah. Um, we canceled this man a long time ago, but we still give him lots of Oscars. We canceled him, but we give him Oscars. Lots of, <laughs> lots of things. Like still, like to, like up to through up to two thousand eleven. Oh, this, oh, it's Midnight in Paris. Ring! There it is. Woody Allen. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me what else was nominated? An original screenplay. Yes. Okay, Midnight in Paris, a Separation, not particularly. Um, you can get one, the artist. Good the job. artist. Because um, my other ones are like The Descendants, which I think is adapted. Yes. Moneyball, which is adapted. Yes. Um. Uh, who? All right, extremely do... loud and incredibly close is adapted. If it's there, uh, War not Horse nominated. is adapted. Not nominated. Mm-hmm. I'm just going through the. Would you like me to tell yeah. you? Give me some. Give me some clues or hints, or just tell me whichever one you want. All right. You like this film. I can't get through it. Spring Breakers. No. It um. It's comedy. With okay. women. Uh, Bridesmaids. I don't know this other film. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I'm going to describe it based off of what's in front of me. Okay. okay. Ooh. Uh, oh. Hard uh, hard pass. It's called Margin Call. Oh, it's a <laughs> J.C. Chandor film yes. with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yep. yep. Mm-hmm. No time for bits. No time. <sighs> all right. Great. Is that all of them? Stop knocking that thing I'm off I'm sorry. Yourself. I'm sorry. 
Yes, it's all of them. Okay, great. Perfect. Awesome. All right, friends. Oh, um... We, my game's really easy for a separation. How many Oscar winners are in it? Well, the director's won twice. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a cameo? Is he, like, off in a corner? He's, like, sitting in one of the waiting I mean, rooms? Like, I think that every director puts a little bit of themselves in. <laughs> All right, two. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, friends, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to join this conversation, and why wouldn't you? You can do so at friend of a friend podcast at squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Leave us a five star review or any star review, as well as hit that subscribe button. I have Charlie. Aww. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast and on Twitter at TWT underscore podcast. YouTube. Tumblers. Letterboxd. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I am currently staring at Kylie who's holding Charlie like a baby and Charlie <laughs> seems really okay with, like, with it. Uh, I've been Josh. Kylie. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs>